welcome to the midweek war stories as your nose so crew goes on a deep dive in this new war between Thunder and SmackDown. I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the human or database, Corey Mack. <clears throat> Yeet? Did I do that right? Yes. Yes. Sure. No sells living legend, Mike. We will. Showtime, folks. You can take your bow if you want. Don't tell me yeah. that I uh, don't relate to the kids. I've often said I've got my finger in the youth of America. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> that was lit. <laughs> on fleek, on, as it were. On fl- on fl- Have you seen the shoes? <laughs> so, guys, Thunder's back, I think. Nobody knows. It's a hurricane coming through. Uh, that was last week. <laughs> What's up with that? That was last week. Oh. Uh, as Hurricane uh, George Floyd. Floyd. Ooh. Ooh. Was that a Freudian? No. <laughs> 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 oh. Me things. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, it's all you. It's all you. <laughs> Her, her, so, Joe, are they going to match? Yeah. Well, Joe. Damn it. Good old JR. <laughs> Back to you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what do you do? I did do good, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Uh, no, um, we're in North Fork, Virginia, or Shane Douglas is mine. Shagnaw. Shagnaw, Virginia. September 23rd, 1999 for Thunder. I honestly thought, so we get Pyro for this. Thunder, and then it goes straight to commercial. So I don't know if this was live or that was this taped last week, and then Floyd came out of nowhere. No, this had to have not. It may not have been live, but it definitely wasn't taped last week because they didn't do anything last week. Because the arena. <laughs> yeah. So if it was taped, it was some other at some other point. I just um, assumed this one was live. Could be wrong. Though. No, it took place on the twenty third. Okay. Yeah. So I was live via satellite. It was live via satellite, yeah. Huh, so then, week commentary. There's going to be Tanay and Larry Z. Uh, they have two big matches for Halloween Havoc Sting and Hogan and Sid versus Goldberg. We get a recap of Nitro of Kidman wanting to uh, take off Psychosis's mask, and then Chavo makes a hair versus mask match not involving him but involving Psychosis and um, Kidman. When this promo started, in my head, I went, oh, yeah, that's tonight. And then like it's like, oh, it's next Monday. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Scratch that. But let's move on to our first match. As it's Lodi with Lenny versus Kidman. Uh, Kidman hits a far spring, springboard splash onto Lenny and Lodi on the outside. It's just, that, it's just him jumping off the springboarding off the ropes, yelling, catch me. Uh, Lodi hits a crossbody on Lenny and Kidman on the outside. Lenny misses a top rope leg drop. Uh, Kidman then hits his running bulldog. Lenny goes, Lodi goes to the powerbomb. Kidman stays a little extra on that shoulders of uh, Lodi and then uh, reverses the move. Kidman goes for the shooting star press, but Lenny stops uh, Kidman, and Lodi hits a superplex. Uh, Lenny gets on the apron, but Eddie comes down and beats up Lenny. Uh, Kidman hits an ugly Frankensteiner on Lodi. Uh, Chavo comes out of nowhere with a chair, uh, but Eddie pulls him off the apron. Lodi tries to take advantage, but Kidman runs Lodi into Lenny. Kidman hits a standing sky-high powerbomb for the win. Good man. Yeah. Uh, backstage, we see Harlem Heat walking, and then they separate as they're going to meet later on, and then you hear some noises out of the room that Stevie Ray entered. And then Sid and Rick Steiner come out laughing. Hogan attacks Stevie Ray. Heard it here first. Dude. Uh, we get a recap from Nitro. Goldberg challenging <laughs> Sid. Sid agreeing to the match and making his own rules. We go to Mike Tanay as he brings out Harlem Heat, but it's only Booker T. Booker T says that Harlem, uh, Stevie Ray is headed to the hospital. Booker T then challenges Sid to a match tonight. Tanay brings up that his record's in the mid-80s. How do you think uh, you're due? And Booker T's like, yeah, that record's full of crap. And then Tanae goes, hey, how's the update on your brother? And he's like, I just said it. He was, <laughs> he's going to the hospital. 
Uh, now, when you say brother. Commentary brings up that Rick Steiner is facing Eddie Guerrero tonight. <laughs> hmm. And the countdown to mayhem, guys, three hours. I can't. Hmm. Imagine if you were one of those idiots who stood in line for at midnight. For that? How disappointed were you? <laughs> I I can tell you this. I can I can tell you what I did the day of when I first rented uh, WCW NWO Revenge. Mayhem? No idea. Because it sucked. sucked. Um, let's go to our next match, guys. It's Brandy Alexander. Patty Stonegrider. Versus Mona. They're back. They hyped this rematch three months later. Hey, continue. Remember my WTF? Yeah. <laughs> uh, back and forth match here. Uh, before, uh, Brandy is saying that she wasn't prepared for the first match. Um, Brandy throws Mona on the ground and then rolls her up and puts her feet on the ropes for the win. So Mona loses. We can read it. Bold call. <laughs> so Dang. next week is gonna be uh, Patty Stonegrinder versus Brandy Alexander. Give it to me. We can only hope. Pay per view, baby. Five week bill. And they could. Uh, we're gonna recap a Nitro of Evan Courageous winning the uh, match to getting uh, the title match tonight for the Cruiser Championship. However, they do cut out these part where Sid attacks them. <laughs> well, of course. I mean. Uh, let's go to our next match. Is it Saturn versus Chavo Guerrero Jr.? Uh, Saturn hits a second rope suplex. Uh, for a moment there, it looked like Chavo got lost as he tries to slide underneath Saturn but gets stuck on the mat. So he stands there like, ha. Ah. Uh, Thunder special here. Uh, Eddie Guerrero comes out and tries to attack Saturn but accidentally hits Chavo. Eddie comes in from behind and drop kicks Saturn in the back. Saturn then runs into Chavo, and they bump head. Saturn then falls into Saturn's crotch, and for the uh, win. Eddie looks at the camera and says, that's for payback for Nitro. Continuity. Who's the heel? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Sid comes out. However, the sign says that Sid is now 99-0. It was mid-80s. That. He was. He was 85 and 0 on Monday. They actually touch on this on Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, even earlier in tonight, tonight said he was mid 80s. He got 14 wins tonight. <laughs> Maybe. Um, catering. He just decimated catering. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he really wanted that, that kielbasa. He blew up some stalls in the bathroom. <laughs> That's a three, baby. Uh, Sid, <laughs> Sid says that Booker is weak for doing the meet and greets and caring for fans. Uh, calls him a bug-eyed boy. Um, <laughs> uh, Sid uh, has Charles, uh, asks, Char- Char- asks Charles what will happen to Booker T tonight, and Booker T beco- uh, will become Mr. 100, and then Charles starts to laugh like an evil villain. In a- yeah, he does. Bad action flick. Goddamn little nature's amazing. <laughs> right. Jesus. I saw an interview with him the other day. Yeah. Said that uh, he was amazing. Uh, you know, before Savage flattened his lung? Yeah. He was supposed to get a run all summer. It was supposed to be mixed tag matches on all the house shows and shit. Flair and him against Savage and George throughout the summer. But because of that injury, they had to quit. And him just like losing to George every night. Yeah. Much. And then also he uh, he'd only been in the business a year, or not even quite a year, when the idea to do Little Nature came up, and it was actually Nash, who came and said, "I got an idea. I'd like to wrestle and be like a little miniature Ric Flair." <laughs> it's like, yes, I would. Is he only a year into the business at this point. Yeah. Jesus, man. Right. Holy fuck! He's already better working than him in that fucking locker room. <laughs> Too bad he was small. No joke. Jesus, man. And look at him now. He's still in WWE as like one of the head refs. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's got to be near 60 now. No. Damn near 60. Yeah, you better watch out then. Kyoto will tell you they got no fucking, uh, <laughs> they got no fucking uh, attachment to you. Once you reach a certain age, they just chop your ass out. Charles Robinson's lunchtime suicide. Got it. <laughs> uh, 56. I think he's got about four years. Uh, we get a cr- uh, promo about 
Coach Buzz Stern. God fuck. As he's training it. somebody, and his student uh, has. How the fuck is this still going Stern's on? Stern's approval, and I guess they're gonna go to thunder. Oh fucking Christ! What a yeah. Yep. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, nitro. We get a nitro recap. I miss Glacier. Jesus. Uh, nitro recap. Ben Wall saying that he has a contract for the. WWE title and wants this match. We get match highlights. DDP, Luger, and Sting attacking Flair after the match. Uh, DDP uh, saying he's taking the Flair to Bangtown. Uh, this upcoming uh, Nitro, Sting, Luger, and DDP versus Ric Flair, Bret Hart, and Hulk Hogan. It's a big fucking match. Uh, we get highlights of the ending to Nitro, and let's go to our next big match for uh, Thunder. Uh, Prince Ikea versus Hammer. Okay, I forgot to tell you guys this last week when I did my Saturday night recap. But Prince Ikea, holy fuck, the ego on this guy. I know it's because he's playing a heel now, but he's coming out, right? I remember he took out like Enos or somebody. He comes out and he says to the camera, don't worry, kid, just get in the ring. I'll handle the rest. And continues to go down to the ring. I was like, he sucks. Like, I wouldn't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Even as a heel, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> so, Jobin. Yes. You haven't seen a lot of this WCW stuff, right? Uh, here and there, but more not there. So, because Corey probably knows what happens. Uh, <laughs> but the way they are pubbing this match on Nitro, does not feel to you like that we're not getting that match? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the way they're pubbing this match, yeah, so much, yeah. Like you're you're gonna give us some bait and switch bullshit. We're not getting this fucking match, <laughs> no. fucking assholes. No, they do. They do. Uh, Van Hammer wins with the Sid Cobra Clutch Slam. <laughs> and all wait, su- you know what? That's what Sid's counting. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Uh, then uh, Van Hammer gets the mic and talks about how like this wasn't part of the show, and you can hear tonight like, it's not. But Van Hammer wants the winner of the main event. He wants a match against Booker T or Sid on he Nitro. He wants his move back. Who the fuck gave Van Hammer a goddamn mic? Jesus Christ. Nobody. So hopefully, uh, um, maybe Monday we get uh, Van Hammer versus Sid, the battle of Cobra cl- uh, Clutch Slam. I'm going to hold you to that, that you said it hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> and remind you. Okay. <laughs> Our next match, guys, it's Rick Steiner versus Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Okay. Uh, they brawl on the outside for a bit. Eddie hits a Frank Steiner uh, and goes for the frog splash, but Sid comes out and chokes Eddie. Kidman runs down, but gets the beat down. Gets powerbombed by Sid. Steiner hits a belly-to-belly on Eddie on the way. Uh, this match really didn't go long, which is a no. disappointment. Yep. That's, yeah. Way to fuck us over. Yeah, couldn't have ran wild during that Ikea hammer match. Right. Uh, our next match, though, is for the Cruiserweight Championship. Evan Courageous versus Lenny. What a loady. Hmm. Uh, Courageous, uh, um, as goes, Courageous has been a young and, uh, oh, was on the Young and the Restless, and Larry's like, who cares about the kids show and get yourself in the power plant? It's true. He was on the He is jacked, though. I, you know, I struggled with this match to find a good comparison. You two are sportsmen. Yep. Uh, I used to be much more of Sports one. Sportsman. Yeah, it's true. Sportsman. I used to be much more of one, mm-hmm. but, you know, I still know my stuff a little bit. But I struggled to find a comparison for this. This feels to me like a match between two guys who you look at and you go, a year or two from now for this title, this makes perfect sense. But right now, this is too soon for stakes. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I felt watching this match. Well, Am no. I crazy? No. The boxing equivalent currently would be Shakur Stevenson versus uh, Michael Conlon. Yeah. Uh, they had a rivalry in the Olympics in 2016. Um, eventually down the road, that is a money fight. They're not there yet. They yeah. keep talking to each other. Everybody's like, no. Not yet. This, to me, felt like in a couple years, okay, we're talking for the Cruiserweight title. A little more seasoning, a little more yeah. polish. This could be something. But this is just but like... this is too early. Yeah. Um, Do you think Shivani was onto something? I just don't... 
see anything at Evan Craig. No, he's not that good. Yeah. He's, he's, come on guys. He became best friends with Mona after a week. Yeah. No, he's completely, completely platonic relationship. Mm -hmm. He's completely relevant to be honest. He's, put it this way. He's going to be put in a a three man group in about three months. Yep. With two guys who have never even been seen on TV. And during that first segment and match with said guys, he is instantly the third best. Checks out. So you tell me. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. Uh, Larry really wants Evan to win. He's sick and tired of uh, Lenny. Sick and tired. Let, sick me, and tired. let me guess. Zabisco, mm. along with not liking the women's rights, doesn't think that them, uh, them San Francisco types should uh, be allowed yep. to flaunt their business in society. No. Yep. Uh, they go, it goes to a commercial right away Thank after the Christ. bell. Uh, Craig just goes to the spitting splash, but Lodi trips him. Lenny and Lodi then play patty cake as Craig just stands there, and Larry just yells at him, hit him. Uh, Lenny tries to, spring to, uh, tries to springboard uh, Craig just into Lodi, but uh, takes him a while. Lenny hits the skull-crushing finale for the win. Then we get Pyro, and let's go to our main event, Booker T versus Sid. They once again, then they show the highlights of the Van Hammer promo. By highlights, I mean all of it. Uh, Nick Patrick comes out and tells Charles Robinson that he's not the ref, uh, but Charles stays on the side. Uh, they fight. Uh, Booker T and Sid fight through the crowd. Booker T hits a high, a high sidekick, and then the axe kick. Uh, Booker T hits a missile drop and goes to the pin. Uh, but Rick pulls uh, Patrick out of the ring. Book T goes to punch Steiner, but Rob Robinson holds him back. Sid choke slams Book T. Uh, then Steiner and Sid hit a double powerbomb for the win. Steiner and uh, Sid s- stand over Book T. And Sid gets the mic and says, Goldberg, this is what will happen to you. Boom. Yeah. Not a, uh, not, not, a great very, thunder. not a great thunder at all. Are you guys ready? Oh, Give us some Saturday night. So ready for this. WCW Cruiserweight title match. Lenny defeated El Dandy. How uh, fucking dare you, first of all? In an immediate rematch from last week, Alan Funk defeated Kid Romeo. Hacks- Who was the better worker in that match? Alan Funk. Jesus. Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated beautiful Bobby Eaton. Sorry, Corey. I know. Condolences. <laughs> Lord Stephen Regal defeated Eric Watts by disqualification. As he should. When Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, came in with a 2 by 4 It escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Christ. Disco Inferno defeated Spider. Remember the uh, LWO oh bodyguard? Yeah. Spider, like the bodyguard? Yeah. Jesus. And then Disco wanted to know why everybody uh, won't leave him alone. Hit me. He is an icon. He actually said the term. I'm an icon. Wow. In my get the fuck out of here of the night. Oh, oh, is that a segment? <laughs> Scotty oh, Riggs oh. defeated Norman Smiley. What? Can we have that segment every week? Get yes. the fuck out of here. Out of here. The, this week on Get the Fuck Out of Here. By the way, new commentator for Saturday Night Medusa comes oh, to the ring. Oh, my God. And interviews the Armstrongs, who immediately just take the mic from her, and Check. you don't see her again until they're done talking. Checks out. Old Mad USA, huh? WCW World Television title match. Chris Benoit makes quick work of Lash LaRue. Mona defeated Little Jean. Ooh. (laughs) And in the main event, Brad Armstrong, Scott Armstrong, and Steve Armstrong defeated Hugh Morris, Jerry Flynn, and the Barbarian. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wait. So that first family push, huh? Yeah. Going strong. Wait, what? (laughs) Too many Armstrong. So yeah. that was uh, Saturday night. God damn. Yeah. I used to go to that shit. Thank God, On a Regal. Regular basis. I'm not kidding you. Regal made the entire thing worthwhile. So did it offset Bobby Eaton losing to Jim Duggan? That hurt. Don't. Uh, don't yeah, the two by four. Wasn't like a squash match too. Yeah. Uh, for all intents and purposes, yes. Yes, it was. What was? What is Duggan's move now, his finisher? Is it the tape first thing? Old Glory, which is a knee drop to the sternum as you're, like, on the mat. 1974 called. They yes. They their motherfucking gimmick back. Right. It was Christ, ridiculous. dude. 
fuck. Wow. Uh, let's move back uh, to Thunder <laughs> Thursday for so Cornet. I thought it was a five star. For WWF <laughs> SmackDown, September twenty third in nineteen ninety one, Saginaw, Texas, Dallas, Texas. Sorry, it's Shane Douglas, everybody. Oh, by the way, for, thank you for reminding me. I forgot. So after Benoit, his quick win, of course, the revolution comes out. Yep. And Douglas starts a promo, right? Yep. And here's how it goes on TBS. Beep! And then you just hear Mike today go, damn! <laughs> <laughs> it's Scott Hudson's like, you could say some of those words on television. Somebody's <laughs> like... Shane, it's not a house show. I know there's nine people in the audience. This is a live program, buddy. It's like, what the fuck? I thought there was an issue with my desk. I'm like, Jesus Jesus Christ. Uh, Commentary for SmackDown, Michael Cole and Michael Hayes. I like this. I'll be honest. I I was going to say, I was all on board. I was all on board with him. I tried. What if I was Lawler? I tried. I tried to find out where Lawler was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he was, but... I like Michael Hayes is a good color guy. He was. He was really good in the late eighties with Jim Ross on WCW. And he was perfectly fine here. I was like, you know, I wish I wish they'd keep Lawler and Ross on Raw, the mm-hmm. A team. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Keep Hayes on SmackDown with Cole. One hundred percent. Let it happen. Uh we show off do, do, do. Uh, with a promo Doc Hendricks. With Vince McMahon as uh Throughout the whole night, Cole would go, well, Vince McMahon, like, Hayes would no, no, that's Mr. McMahon to you. Oh, yeah, trust me, I'm sure he's in those meetings. <laughs> uh, Vince comes out and introduces Triple H. Says, uh, with him being back in charge, Triple H is, is in trouble. Last Monday wasn't as bad <laughs> as it... boyfriend's back. Uh, Monday it wasn't as bad as it will be tonight. I, I've been looking I, forward to this episode. boyfriend's back. Yeah. Since we started SmackDown, because I knew what this was. Okay. Uh, Triple H threatens. Uh, uh, Triple H threatened to harm his family. Triple H put his hands on Shane, Tess, Linda, and left Vince in a bloody mess last week. Uh, Vince says he doesn't hold a judge. He just gonna get. He doesn't hold a. Uh, I hold a judge sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Been in contempt of court for it. <laughs> dun dun. Uh, a grudge. Dickles. Uh, I suppose if they wore anything underneath that. I I will say sorry. My uh, braces were. Uh, Interfering with that one. Uh, hold a grudge, but uh, he, he's just going to get even. Uh, so Vince says Triple H will face all his opponents tonight. Not at once, though. He will face them all individually. So first match, we're, we're, maybe we should do a Brahma Bull strap match. So it's going to be Triple H versus The Rock. Brahma Bull rope match. Probably, yeah. uh, casket match. Uh, who's doing this casket? Oh, Triple H, you're facing the Undertaker in a casket match. Uh, boiler room. Hmm, who hangs out there? Ah, Mankind. So Triple H, you're facing Mankind. How about a choke slam match against the Big Show? First person to get choke slam, loose. <laughs> Big and, John Stead approved. And then a Inferno match with Kane. My favorite part of the whole promo, though, is right after he says that. And Triple H is fantastic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Flipping his shit. My favorite part is Vince just nonchalantly saying, you don't have to win all five. Yeah. Three out of five three should do it. Three out of five should I love that line. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah. Just three out of five. And you, if you, three out of five to keep your spot in the six-pack challenge. Yeah. I'm torn on this. Yeah? I love the idea. Yeah. I love it. It does not work when it's against the heel. This is a face trope. The face should have to go through all this shit to keep their spot. Against the bastard authority figure. I agree with you in theory. You're right. But for um, this situation. But I think that it can work if the heel is hated enough. That it should be Bossman in his body. <laughs> yeah, it should be Bossman. <laughs> you sadistic motherfucker. So just, let me ask you this. Eating dogs? I, I, no. <laughs> I got to say, I really like this idea that he's going, even though we're going to get tri- Triple H five times tonight. Which will bring up one of Corey's most hated points later. Oh yes, yeah. yes we will. Oh, but you know, you know what I mean. But like, silence. Do you think? <laughs> do you think they should do this in some new way in current day wrestling, or no. do you think this is like a one time? They do this once a fucking week. Yeah, uh, there's nobody. I know there's nobody in current day wrestling to do this against. But like, no, if there they... is. I'll tell you what. They they would fuck it up. So I hope they don't do it. But as you said, 
baby face wise. It needs to be a baby face overcoming odds. So Drew McIntyre yep. would be the guy to do it with over a three hour raw where he's got to be blah, 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 blah to get to blah. That's the thing. Or Kevin Owens does it to get to Roman. Yeah. Like if both Usos are back and you add someone else maybe, yep. then that would work as well. Don't doesn't have to be five guys. But it works. Yeah. Here specifically because of the gimmicks you can throw in each yes. of the matches. That and the you fact don't want that, like five fucking matches. No. And like oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, and the shit. fact that they're a, week, uh, a couple of days away from a six pack challenge with all said guys. So yeah. it all wraps itself up in a nice little bow. Yeah. So well, I know we're gonna mark out Nussel later. The main event, fucking stoked for. Yeah. The no. rest of the car is gonna be fucking dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> So let's start, let's start our first match of the night for uh, Triple H as it's a chokeslam challenge as the Big Show versus Triple H. This is ridiculous. Uh, Triple H goes for the chokeslam but couldn't le- lift the Big Show. Big all, Show's just like, what the? All I could think of was the Hurricane trying to double chokeslam <laughs> Triple H and yep. lost. And they were like, yep. what are you doing? Uh, Big Show lifts Triple H up in the air and holds him up there for a little bit and uh, chokeslams him, rings the bell. Uh then show choke slams Triple H again, and then goes for another one. But China gets in the ring and tri- Triple H gets away. So, Owen won already to start the night. So where you want to start with a heel? Yep. And this was the the one match he was guaranteed to lose just on the basis of the thing. So get it out of the way. And you know what was funny about that? I was thinking, I was like, in my head, I was like, if Big Show climbs the ropes at all, I'm like, motherfucker. Yep. Yeah, I was expecting God him to climb the rope. Yeah. Oh, this is when they still had plans for a show that didn't involve burying him. Nowadays, he would lose this match. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ten times out of ten. It's yep. like Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Yep. And uh, but th- and again, take him away from that. Uh, I know he's taking on Triple H, who people hate. But Big Show's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Could have done something. And like... Because he, they had. I mean, what's great is he has built-in storylines with all five guys. So when Show got out, he came to the fucking ring ready to brawl. Yeah, mm-hmm. he hit him with the sledgehammer two his, weeks like, ago for the purpose. He didn't do his pose shit. He's like, nah, bitch, we're you're doing mine. this. Oh, which it's I awesome. love. Which I love that they don't. You know, hey, you just uh, attack my family, but let me pose on the stage when I'm and pissed off. And I will off. say now that first Triple H entrance, huge pop. Yep. See if that continues. Yeah. Maybe you should have just uh, had him in the ring yeah. coming back from break for yeah. each yeah. match. Uh, yeah. Commentary yeah. brings up that uh, Chris Jericho will be facing Ken Shamrock tonight in a first blood match. Hmm. There's a lot of gimmick matches tonight. A lot. I knew it. It's almost uh, like they're hot shotting. Yeah. We see Wait, earlier what? tonight, we see the refs protesting, but then the Dudley boys attack Teddy Long <laughs> and they hit him with a trash can. Michael uh, Hayes brings up, hey, Teddy Long has history with Farouk. I liked it. And see, it, Lawler wouldn't have done that because he mm. wouldn't have known, but Hayes was there. So, boom. Dividends already. Yep. Uh, we doom. We go to uh, Lillian Garcia with Chris Jericho, and she asks him, hey, why, why, do you, why are you doing a first blood match tonight? And Jericho says that he's the world's most dangerous man, and he doesn't want to wait till Sunday. Jericho guarantees that you won't see his blood. Uh, but Shamrock's and Shamrock's blood better not get on his clothes. So I love the way because I was like, so it's Jericho, so he has something. I was like, what the fuck is he gonna do? So there's something, and I could not, I had no way, I could not figure it out. I was you like, forgot he was Canadian. I was like, what is he going to? Loved do? it. I loved it. But let's move on to our next match for the European Championship as it's X Pac versus Mark Henry. Uh, D'Lo Brown comes down and joins commentary. DeLorean. And DeLorean. I apologize. DeLorean Brown. Uh, Hayes. Uh, <laughs> as during the match, like, Mark Henry would talk tr- trash De- to DeLorean, and then DeLorean would be, like, talking back. And I love Michael Hayes, like, hey, back it up. Go do it. Go do something. No, <laughs> I want to see. Uh, Hayes asks how long they've been friends, uh, and why are you now just thinking yeah. about getting How come we just a- now want to put him on diet? Yeah. <laughs> he was on a seafood diet. When we saw food, he ate it. Okay, DeLorean. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Xbox on the second rope. and uh, uh, Oh, oh, Xbox on the second rope, and Henry does what Jarrett does of the running, running, <laughs> and then... Um, that sucked. Running and then jumping on Xbox's neck and slotting through the ropes. Oh, I hate that move. 
Especially with that with uh, Mark Henry doing it. No Even Dilo was like, uh, this next movie was gonna suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Uh X Pac You gotta like Trey trust that dude who's doing it, man. Hey, hey. hey. I'm not Mark sure Henry? I, I'm not sure I trust Mark Henry in nineteen ninety nine. I don't know that I'm having Mark Henry do that. Two thousand eleven? Hey. Sure. Hey, hey, Rock. You know what's funny is I would trust Viscera doing that. Yeah. Yeah, no, Viscera, for as big as he is, work, dude, was a worker. Move. Yeah. What doing, Rock? Smells like shit. I mean, like, legitimately, like, they turned it into a story. Like, hey, he's fat. Uh, they took him off TV to lose weight because mm-hmm. dude was not committed. No. No. Uh, X-Pac hits a uh, Henry with a heel kick, and Henry goes over the top rope. And then all of a sudden, Henry's counted out really fast. X-Pac wins, but Mark Henry retains the title. Uh, D'Lo and Henry get into it on the outside. Then uh, Henry throws DeLorean into the post. We go to Lillian with Luna. God, I hated Luna's voice. Uh, Luna thanks Ivory for giving her a chance for the title, but now she wants the uh, title match to be hardcore. Uh, We get a promo from Jarrett. (laughs) Did she not see Ivory's last hardcore match? I don't know if I'm challenging her to... Mm -mm. Make sure there's no goddamn irons around. Uh, we get a recap from Monday of Jarrett putting Deborah in the figure four. Uh, Jeff says that you're in a man's world. He's a man's man, and you're in a man's world. The men are strong, and women are weak. Hayes like, he does have a point. <laughs> Gotta be the heel. Uh, Jarrett notices uh, the stagehand who is telling him to wrap it up. Jarrett grabs her. turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah, windy turnbuckle. Uh Jarrett grabs her paperwork and throws it in the ring and tells her to pick up the crap. Uh, Jarrett then tries to put the figure four on her, but then China runs down, hits him with the frying pan, uh, puts the apron on Jarrett, the pan in one hand like, and the spoon in the other. And then it gets weird. <laughs> and then it gets weird as then Jarrett then uh, gets pantsed by China, and then China puts on the pants and then tells him that on Sunday she's going to show him who really wears the pants around here. She's the man. She wears the pants. It would have been less cringy if she had said, are you ready for the grind? And I was like, why? Why this one part? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Plus, and it, plus, it's not even pants, first plus, of all. Plus, in, shorts. A, in a weird way, it kind of backfired on me for one reason. They build up China to be this bigger-than-thou badass woman mm-hmm. who dwarfs the men. And Jarrett is not a huge guy by wrestling standards. Right. But those things were baggy as fuck on her. Yep. Yeah. She just, had to hold them up the whole time. It just made her look so small. Yeah. Uh, we see Kane walk into the ring as we get a recap of uh, Monday of Kane costing Undertaker and Big Show the tag titles to The Rock and Mankind. Uh, so our next match is a Inferno match. Uh, Kane versus Triple H. Uh, they attempt to put each other in the uh, ring into the fire. But they fight it off. Kane hits the choke slam. He's going to put Triple H into the fire. But then we look at the stage, and then we see Xbox uh, a bloodied and beaten. And then Undertaker, Mid, and Viscera come out, and they show uh, a bloodied Xbox. Uh, Kane gets on the top turnbuckle and then flies over the fire and uh, clotheslines Mid, and Viscera. But then Viscera hits Kane's hand into the fire. And Kane's hands on fire. However, he then no sells it by running up state up to the stage and checks on uh, X Pac as the uh, stagehand shoots the fire extinguisher into Kane's face, and he did not like that at all. No, he did not. Um, I will say this: Inferno matches. The only one of the cool spots I think in the Inferno matches alone are always the big spots. Big moves that once the they hit the ring, then the pyro goes higher. I'm like, that's always cool to see. Um, so now Triple H is one and one. Uh, but then we uh, come back from commercial and we see Kane freaking out with a bloody Dex Pock. Hey, Kane, maybe take him to the doctor. No. 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 Sean, I will cry for you. Sean, I will nurse you to health. Here's a nipple. Suckle on my big red teeth. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? <laughs> um, we go to Lillian Garcia and back with Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker says uh, he did warn Kane. Uh, Undertaker says he tells the guys that they're going to go uh, go have themselves a night on the ro- on uh, in the town. They earned it. They earned it. Uh, Lillian brings up the casket match. Undertaker says uh, Vince can't tell him what to do. 
Uh, Undertaker is about to leave, but Vince shows up. Vince says if he doesn't have the casket match tonight, maybe Undertaker won't be in that six-pack challenge on uh, on uh, Sunday. And Undertaker's like, well, maybe I won't participate in anything around here anymore. And walks off. 2018, where I was like, thank Christ! <laughs> and this is the last we see of Taker for quite some time. Wow, fine with it. Um, I was just kind of getting to dig this shooting like dead man ticket. I'm sure the same character will come back, Corey. No need to worry. <laughs> All right. Um, Dong. Uh, we, the Rock comes out, and he wants to cut a promo on Triple H about how Triple H calls himself the game. Well, his game sucks. It bothered the fuck out of me. But he came out to do a promo before, like, in his match. Like, just do the promo then. Right. God damn uh, it. Rock calls, uh, goes off about talking about how uh, he met Brett Hull earlier in the night and asked if he can borrow the Stanley Cup because uh, he's going to use that Stanley Cup, shine it up real nice, and stick it straight up Triple H's candy ass. Uh, then Mankind comes out. Mankind says he doesn't know much about this guy named Stanley and heard uh, Mankind heard the Rock might need a cup, so he ran out and got him a cup <laughs> so we can protect the people's jewels. <laughs> Uh, Mankind says he has a metal pipe for Triple H and he's going to shine that up real nice, turn that bitch sideways, but then the rocket's in Mankind's face and Mankind goes, and hit it over the head of Triple H. <laughs> it's such good camera work because they just pan back and the rocket just standing there like, don't you fucking say don't it. Don't say it. <laughs> Let's say sing along with the rock. Uh, so then, uh, they're talking a little bit more than you hear, oh, you didn't know? It's the road dog. He's back after, uh, five weeks, they said? Someone, yeah. Uh, road dog says that, uh, he wants a match for those tag titles. He says that he checked, has a reservation for this at the SmackDown hotel. Um, uh, road dog says that no one wants to see a Brahma bull match or a boiler room match. And uh, Road Dog <laughs> has a tag pot partner. I'm a nice man. <laughs> Can it be? Uh, crowd fucking with nuts uh, here. I, I mean, <laughs> as they hug, so the New Age Outlaws are back together. I was, I, I can tell you this. I do remember this night. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I remember this night for this spot. Everything else is a blur. That's funny because I remember everything about this. This was such a huge SmackDown. That I remember everything about it. No, this uh, man, that fucking crowd went ape shit when he came out. Oh yeah, no, holy I mean, god, dude. I mean, we've talked about it before, man. It's like splitting up the outsiders. What the fuck are you doing? And it's a it's a cool moment. Um, wow, just a rather damning indictment on their creative as they two guys this over and they failed miserably with both to do anything, and they yeah. tried. They tried. And it didn't Literally work. one of the guys was king of the ring. Yep. And three months after winning that, he's back in a tag team. Which is arguably an upgrade to his career. Mm-hmm. So, Mankind then says, you know what, Outlaws, the rock and sock connection. Don't back down. Rock looked like he kind of differed with that opinion. He's like, yeah. So our next match, the WWF Tag Team Championships, the New Age Outlaws versus... What mankind called them the rock and sock connection. Um, my uh, mankind with a low blow to Billy by just knee headbutting his getting on his knees and headbutting him in the crotch. Cool. Uh, back and forth match between the two teams. Gun throws mankind to the rock, who's on the apron. Gun hits the famouser on mankind for the win. So your new tag team champions, the New Age Outlaws. After the match, they hit the uh, intro. Oh, that was, you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, I would say this. 1999 Joe was really, I was not happy that nope. Mankind and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rock lost the titles already. But it was like, it was like that. I'm happy. Like I popped. I remember I popped when the Outlaws reunited, but then I was also disappointed that they beat the Rock and Mankind in 1999. Part of me thinks it's kind of smart. I never thought about this until now. Because you get, you get the belts off them tonight, it makes you think, ooh, one of them. One of them could win the title. Win Sunday. Yeah. But then the other part of me thinks it's the editor, it's 99. That could have happened with the tag belts anyway. 
Well, the tag belts have changed what, three times in less than a month. Three uh, since August since August ninth. It's some like six times. Mm-hmm. I uh, I, mean, I wrote they got their Harlem Heat moment, you know, which is fine. Yeah, uh, the crowd wanted it, and um, and you know what? Honestly, I love the Rock and Mankind as a team. But it's belittled them. Yeah. This is not what they need to be doing. Yeah, I was um, I was gonna say, and you know, the tag team division is restacked. It's it's huge. Mm-hmm. But you could argue all those teams, with the exception of the Acolytes, may not be primetime ready yet to carry the ball. Right. So to anchor that division of young upstart teams with the Outlaws, That's a smart move. not the worst move in the world. Because no. uh, whoever they are feuding with next, they're immediately over. I mean, the feud automatically mm-hmm. matters. Even if you lose, it automatically matters that you're with the Outlaws. So things are looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Vince, and he's telling Viscera and Midian that they're in the casket match now. Uh, Chyna telling Triple H maybe we should stop, and then Triple H is yelling at her, like, with with his last breath. We haven't even begun. Yeah. So I'm not going to stop until I fuck his daughter. You can take my, my last, last breath. breath before I you know, give up. Uh, Al Snow is out. Power Al, the warrior. We see Al Snow waiting backstage for someone to show up. So our next match is a casket match. Midian... And Viscera versus Triple H. Um, both men attacking Triple H for most of the match. Viscera accidentally hits the big splash on Midian. China gets in the ring and low blows Viscera. Tri- Triple H uh, pedigrees both men and puts Midian in the match. In the casket, and I'm like, oh, there's your match. They got me. I was like, I was like, so Triple H is winning. Like, what was I? And then he went, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Next part caught me off guard. Yeah, so I'm like, like when, so I'm like, okay, so that's how he gets his win, beat these two. But then Shane McMahon comes out and says, Triple H hasn't won the match yet because Viscera hasn't been put in the casket. So you have to put both men in the casket at once. Match restarts. <laughs> Viscera gets Midian out of the ca- casket. I love how Cole's like, well, he's fucked. He's fucked. Yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> uh, Midian. Uh, Holds down Triple H as Viscera hits multiple splashes on him. They roll him in the casket, and he wins. Triple H is now 1-2. and two. So he needs to go 2-0 and oh against The Rock and Mankind tonight. It's taller. Bold move, God. Uh, we go backstage with Lillian with Ivory. Uh, 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 Ivory uh, accepts this match. My phone autocorrected. I wrote Ivort promo. Ivort. Uh, Ivort and DeLorean. Uh, I... She's worried about getting in the ring with Luna because she's crazy. The title has yep. class now. And so she accepts the match. And she doesn't want Luna to embarrass the belt. Uh, we get a recap of Looking Raw. at the start of that belt. <laughs> Good luck on that. We get a recap of Raw out of Hardcore Holly smashing a Kool-Aid jar. Jesus. Into Boss Man's face. Um... Holly said that he did Al Snow a favor. Snow needs to give a re, uh, return the favor by giving Holly a hard a match. Uh, Snow comes down. I guess we have a match, but I don't think it's for a hardcore ma- uh, for the title. It's just yeah. Uh, during the match, we see Bossman backstage as he's yelling at the dogs, the Rottweilers, in the car. Uh, Crash Holly gets in the ring with a pan, and the ref stops uh, him. But Al grabs the pan and hits uh, Hardcore Holly with it. No, it crashed with it. And then Holly hits Snow with the snow plow for the win. I don't know. I forgot what he originally called the snow plow during his. The leaf blower. No, it was the, like, the racial, racist one. Uh, Bossman runs down, hits Holly and Snow with a dog chain, and then Bossman shoves dog food in Snow's face. And then they zoom in on uh, the black and yellow and blue eye. Of the Holly cost. The, there it is. I just... I had visions of Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. That's all I can think of. That's not a good thing. No. We see uh, backstage, we see Triple H go into the boiler room, and they throw him inside, and they're like, hey, where's Mankind? He's like, oh, he's already in there. And then you see uh, Mankind running at him, and they begin to brawl. So our next match is a boiler room match, Triple H versus Mankind. Uh, they hit each other with whatever they find. Triple H whacks the shit out of Mankind with a bag of screws. 
I don't know if you guys saw that, but it got on good. Uh, Triple H then back suplexes Mankind on cement and screws. Triple H is crawling to leave, and then he, uh, with Mankind giving chase, so Man- uh, Triple H goes one way, and Mankind doesn't see him go. And uh, Triple H tries to hit him with a pipe, but um, oh, Mankind tries to hit him. Oh, bleh. Triple H tries to hit Mankind with a pipe, but Mankind ducks. Mankind then puts Mr. Sacco on Triple H, then it looks like he's about to leave. The re- the boiler room, but he goes up some stairs and he's on top of a office. And it looks like he's going to do that running elbow drop off the office. Even if he attempted to hit the jump, he wasn't going to make the jump. As then all of a sudden you can see that a big pole comes out of nowhere and pokes Mankind. And he goes falling through two tables. And then um, Triple H crawls himself out for the win. Foley once again beating the fuck out of himself in this match. Especially at a point where he should not be doing that. And like, and very much like the Hell in the Cell one, that second spot was the highlight. That first spot, the suplex, was the worst spot. Mm-hmm. That is a brutal fucking suplex, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. So that is like cold-ass back room concrete. Yes. So we're Oof. two, he's, Triple H is two for two, and for him to keep his spot in the six-pack challenge at Unforgiven, he needs to win the Brahma Bowl match. Brahma Bowl rope match against The Rock later on. Uh, we see uh, Shamrock headed to the state, uh, to the ring as we see British Bulldog looking for Vince McMahon. So let's go to our next gimmick match. It's a first blood match of Ken Shamrock versus Chris Jericho. However, Chris Jericho comes out wearing hockey gear. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. So good. Hockey helmet, hockey pads, everything. Um... I love the fact that Shamrock rams Jericho's head into the post and still steps, but Jericho takes the bump all the way because he's wearing a mask. Right. Um, Shamrock begins to take the helmet off, but then Curse Hughes runs in and attacks Shamrock. Ha- uh, Sh- Jericho gets a hockey stick and starts hitting Shamrock with it. Hughes holds Shamrock down, and Jericho hits a frog splash from the top rope with all the hockey gear on. Ref calls the bell as Shamrock has internal bleeding. Cole makes sure to bring up that Shamrock has history of this. That is why. And he has been. For the fat past few months, he coughs up blood every other match. That splash looked not fun to take in hockey gear. No. 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 Uh, we go backstage with uh, Vince and Bulldog. Bulldog says that Vince promised him a title shot in January. Uh, Vince doesn't know if Undertaker will be part of the match on Sunday, so Bulldog says... That uh, Vince promised him a match and a title shot, and Vince is like, "All right, you're in." Uh, Bulldog says to return the favor, uh, he'll do one for Vince, and he will be the special guest referee in the Brahma Bull match. So our next match, the Brahma Bull rope match, The Rock versus Triple H with China and special guest referee British Bulldog. When he came out, I was like, "Well, he cost The Rock the match." Never seen it. I wrote it down. Uh, they fight in the crowd. Triple well, H pretty hits, obvious, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Triple H hits a low blow on The Rock. Bulldog shoves Triple H, and Triple H shoves him back, and then they begin to argue, and Bulldog slaps Triple H. Rock with a DDT on the outside. They fight up on the stage. As they're up on the stage, China's down at the uh, bottom of the ramp as Jarrett runs, blindsides China, and hits her with the frying pan and puts her in the figure four. Uh, Rock hits the rock bottom. He's going to go for the people's elbow, but Bulldog clotheslines the rock and then hits a running power slam on him. Triple H then pedigrees the rock. Bulldog attack uh, makes the pin, and then after the match, um, Bulldog chokes the rock with the rope and raises the arm of Triple H. Because you couldn't just pin him off Bulldog's maneuver. What we didn't talk about was... uh... Those diminishing returns on that Triple H entrance there, Corey. Uh Uh-huh. That last one was fucking utter silence. Well, it's the fifth fucking time you've seen it tonight. I mean, Jesus, dude. Honestly, I thought at some point, like, his music would hit, he would tack somebody from behind. You would think. Nope. Fucking water bottle at the stage every fucking time. Dude. Yeah, it was Jesus. So, at what point during the week did Taker's stuff get so bad they had to do this about face on SmackDown? With him saying, well, fuck you, I ain't doing what you want and leave, and Bulldog taking his place. Uh, 
about the time he realized they were already in Saxis, they can just drive home. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Here. I don't know. No more plans for me, dude. Yeah. Grave no more for me. So, guys, more is the better show. Smackdown. Smackdown. Yep. Smackdown was fantastic. So, let's do the ratings, and then we'll do the Mark Out No So for Unforgiven. So, last week's waiting ratings WSW 2.36, WF 4.55. This week, WCW, 2.17, and WWF, 4.28. Damn. Mm. Not good. Not good at all. But let's mark out no-sell for this upcoming WWF pay-per-view, Unforgiven. Are you ready, guys? I'm going to give you the referees for each match, too, because it's a strike. Oh, my God. So, the Brooklyn Brawler is your referee for the first match. Mm. As Val Venus takes on Steve Blackman. Fuck no. Nope. Best part of that match is the Brooklyn Brawler. Dr. Tom Pritchard, your special guest referee. European title match. Mark Henry defends against DeLorean Brown. No. Um, sorry, DeLorean. Third on the card, guys. Harvey Whippleman, special guest referee. Intercontinental title match. Jeff Jarrett defends against China. Yeah, I'll mark out for this. Sure. That's yeah. ridiculous. Let's see it. No ref listed here, but the Acolytes will meet the Dudley Boys. Me thinks that uh, could be physical. I'll mark out. I'll mark out for that. Harvey Whippleman referee. Back. Hardcore match for the women's title. Ivory defends against Luna Vachon. That's a no nah. for me, dog. That'd be good. Nah, nah, nah. How about a tag team match for the tag team titles? The New Age Outlaws. Defend against Edge and Christian. Yeah. I'll mark out. Yep. <clears throat> Brooklyn Brother Ref. Kennel from Hell match for the hardcore title. Al Snow defends against that big boss man. Yeah, I'm going to know. Nah. Yeah. Singles match. Tom Pritchard's your ref again. Chris Jericho one-on-one with X-Pac. What? Oh, I'll mark out, but we'll get to that on uh, the pay-per-view war stories. So. Yes? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, you know that beatdown on Shamrock on SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah, that's the last of him. He's gone. Really? Yep. You saw the last of Ken Shamrock tonight. I was wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Didn't even make the pay-per-view. Hmm. Replaced him with Xbox. We'll bring it up more on the pay-per-view war stories. Weird. Yep. And the main event, Stone Cold Aust- Steve Austin is your enforcer. Six-pack challenge, you've got The Rock, Mankind, Kane, Triple H, The Big Show, and The British Bulldog, winner to become undisputed World Wrestling Federation That last name Um, almost fucked it up. I'll mark out, though. I'll mark out for it. Yeah. I know they're trying to get what they can out of Bulldog. Hmm. Because he's bizarre? Because he's related to Owen Hart. If I'm going to be blunt about it. There's that. However, there's a guy not wrestling on this card who screams to be in this match. The way the crowd has responded to him, the way the storylines have played out. Kane. Test. Hmm. Why isn't Test in this match? It would help him. It would have helped because, him. Because, yeah, just, yeah, it does. Honestly, it should have been a reward from Vince. Yeah. To put him in the match. Right. Makes all the sense in the world. So Shamrock, Gonzo forever? That's yep. just a riz out? We're done. Yep. For Shamrock? He had started kind of bouncing during the summer, not showing up for cards, house shows, and all that. He'd been wanting to go back into MMA. So, yep, finally this Wrong was Wrong career move, Kenny. Yeah. Didn't work out well for you, buddy. Yep. So this was, uh, apparently Undertaker wasn't the only one who decided he was done before the pay-per-view. So they did the gimmick on SmackDown where Jericho takes him out for good. Wow. And the X to that P to that A to that C. Oh, by the way, I'm still waiting for Jericho to suck and show that he doesn't belong here. Yeah. Still waiting for that. Maybe this match. So let's right. move on. Shall Great main event. Yeah. But the rest of that card, man. Decent. We'll see. We'll see. It's a continuation of Fall Brawl. Mm. Let's move on. Let's go to the award show. Let's start off with uh, Best Match. 
Kidman and Lodi. Yeah. Funny enough. I was just going to say, uh, SmackDown was very memorable, but none of the matches were like blow away. Mm. So, yeah, Kidman yeah. and Lodi. Um, First match of the night, and it went downhill from there. The rest of the four hours. You yeah. are not wrong. So cool. I will join the three of you. Don't worry about that. that don't worry God. about that. Don't, yeah. <laughs> you two and God. We had a taxi match. Yeah. <laughs> it's a handicap match. Uh, or smash. Oh. Um, Worst match. Go ahead. Lenny versus Evan Courageous. Yeah, you're not wrong. I was, I was trying not to go there. It's weird that all mine. IK and Hammer. Each one of them IK got and Van the Hammer. best and the worst. Just weird. Yeah. For mine. IK and Van Hammer Force for me. Uh, guys, who was your uh, MVP? Triple H. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be Triple H, man. He did a shit as ton of work. Hello, job. as mankind was, and the like, the promos, the fucking match he had. Mankind almost got it, but but Triple H, yeah, Triple H episode six ma- five matches. Jesus, you know, and all the promos and stuff he did. Yeah, and almost starting a few Jeff Jarrett the same night. <laughs> uh, who is your uh, Moa Dib? Can I go first? Sure. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Shamrock. <laughs> I was like, wow, dude, you got bitched out. Yes, he did. Turns out, I was correct. <laughs> I had no idea. That's what happens when you want to leave before your contract is up. Oh, that's it. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard not to go with Shamrock. He uh, went from being in the co-main yep. of the pay-per-view yep. to not even being there and getting yep. bitched out on yeah. SmackDown. Okay, cool. Yep. We'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. Ken Shamrock. Uh, hey, Corey. Yeah. WTF. It's funny, I remember this SmackDown so vividly because it's so unique mm-hmm. from any other one. But having watched it and reviewed it just now, I'm kind of glad it was a one and done. Oh, God, like, thank Christ. Uh, that was a lot. It, it, there's a lot happening on that show. And it helps with a frenetic pace. It never, it goes fast. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a quick watch. But Wow. Maybe it's just because I'm getting older. Uh, and I'm not saying I enjoy the somewhat glacial pace of thunder sometimes. <laughs> but but it's like, just slow down a little bit. <laughs> like, you know? You could you could meet in the middle somewhere in those yeah. two shows. So yeah, that's my what the fuck. There it is. Oh, mine is um Fuck this Sid thing is just grinding that show to a halt. <laughs> right. My Christ. And there is five fucking weeks of this still. It is like it so it doesn't put him over anymore. He's already kinda over at the level he's going to be, and it just fucking buries everybody he does this to. You bugger boy. Like, what? And it'd be one thing if you like did it to bigger stars more often. I know like on this one he did, but I'm sure on Nitro it's back to fucking disorderly conduct and L-D-D. hard Mike and tough Tom or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh yeah. So I yeah, this Sid shit man. God damn, it's unwatchable. <laughs> uh, my WTF goes to Mick Foley for uh, taking that bump and the bumps in the boiler room. Yeah, it's time to take it easy, bud. I like what you've been doing the last month. Do more of that. Less of what we saw in the boiler room, please. Yeah. Uh, soup back suplex on cement, and then the fall from the office to the two tables. How is it, like, Jesus, the hardcore title matches are anything close to the shit he puts his body through? Right. Because they're all of them. Because they're all wannabes, and he was the real deal. Fuck, man. They, they, they don't want none of that smoke. No, they don't. Yeah, McFoley, Jesus. Putting yourself through hell. So, this brings an end to this week's episode of the Midweek War Stories. Uh, we're on the road to Unforgiven, which is this Sunday. So, uh, that was last year's SummerSlam. Oh, okay. So, uh, we have that to look forward to. Um, <coughs> we get to next week's Monday Night War Stories, where you find out the aftermath of Unforgiven and see where WCW's going. 
the six man tag. That's what we're supposed to be getting. So that's exciting. We'll see. We'll see. I just remember about Raw. So we'll find out on the next episode of the Monday Night War Stories. You can go to NoCellEntertainment.com to listen to all of our podcasts. You can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 